Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is The Pending To-Do List. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today ready for what you have for us, Father, to apply it to our lives, to be a brighter light in this dark world, Father. We thank you for helping us in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about the pending to-do list. When I was visiting my wonderful parents in Arizona a few months back, my mom was teasing my dad about something that was on his to-do list for many, many years. I think she said over 30 years. I was thinking, wow, I'm not doing so bad. I don't think I have anything from my wife's to-do list for me that's even close to that long. Well, so much for patting myself on the back. Today I was completing a little project, putting some lattice work on the sides of my front deck. And guess what? My wife informed me that I was going to do that project 20 years ago when I put the deck in. (laughs) Wow, 20 years goes by fast. As important as those honeydew projects are, how about the projects on our to-do list for God? I want to encourage you and I to get some things off of our God to-do list this week. Maybe you've been planning to talk to a family member or friend about Jesus for a long time. Well, this week is your week. Maybe you've been promising God for a while now that you are going to end a bad habit. Maybe it is smoking or drinking alcohol or cussing or spending too much time on the internet. Well, this is your week. What about this one? Maybe God has been prompting you to volunteer to help out at church or start a ministry. Well, this is your week. One thing that helps me be reminded is to put a reminder on my calendar. If you use your smartphone, you can put in a reoccurring reminder that keeps reminding you to do that thing God wants you to do. Also, pray about that thing. Ask God for the boldness to do it and His help while you do it. Let's start today in James chapter 4, verses 2b and 3 in the Amplified Bible. You do not have because you do not ask it of God. 3. You ask God for something and do not receive it because you ask with wrong motives out of selfishness or with an unrighteous agenda so that when you get what you want, you may spend it on your own hedonistic desires. Folks, sometimes we are waiting to do something because we don't know exactly how to do it. But sometimes we just need to move forward and do our best. Other times we need to ask God how to do it. This verse says that we do not have because we do not ask it of God. Again, other times God already told us to do something, And he won't answer a prayer in that area as he is waiting for our obedience, for us to do what he told us to do last month or last year or last decade. Hopefully it has not been on your God to-do list as long as my lattice work was. Let's all commit to find some things on our God to-do list and get them done this week or soon. 1 John 4.21 in the Amplified Bible And this commandment we have from him, that the one who loves God should also unselfishly love his brother and seek the best for him. My friends, sometimes we don't get things done on the list for God because we are being self-focused. 
This verse and many, many others tell us to unselfishly love our brother or sister and seek the best for them. Maybe we've been prompted by God to witness to a family member or a friend, or maybe multiple friends and family members. Keep confessing that you are going to do it, that you are going to let the love inside of you come out, and you will boldly share the gospel with them, seeking the best for them. Deuteronomy 6, verses 4 through 7 in the Amplified. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God. The Lord is one, the only God. Five, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and mind and with all your soul and with all your strength, your entire being. Folks, this is a good focus for our entire to-do list for God, especially stopping a bad habit maybe cussing or smoking or drinking alcohol or maybe gossiping. We need to focus on loving the Lord, our God, with all our hearts and minds and with all our souls and with our entire being, putting down our flesh and lifting up Jesus. Six, these words which I am commanding you today shall be written on your heart and mind. Seven, you shall teach them diligently to your children impressing God's precepts on their minds and penetrating their hearts with his truths and shall speak of them when you sit in your house and when you walk on the road and when you lie down and when you get up. My friends, we can either teach our children to follow God or to follow our flesh. And telling them does not produce results like showing them and doing what we tell them to do. Galatians 2.20 in the Amplified. I have been crucified with Christ. That is, in him I have shared his crucifixion. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith, by adhering to, relying on, and completely trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. Folks, we should never say that we can't do these things on our list. We have been crucified with Christ if we are born again. It is no longer we who live, but Christ lives in us. The life we now live, we now live in the body. We live by faith, completely trusting in the Son of God. Folks, there's an old saying, beginning is half done. Once we get started, we're halfway there. Maybe for you, it is that you quit smoking or cussing or drinking for one day, then two days, etc., once you get started, you are halfway there. Colossians 3, 1 in the Amplified. Therefore, if you have been raised with Christ to a new life, sharing in his resurrection from the dead, keep seeking the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. My friends, what if every day we kept our focus on the things that are above where Christ is seated at God's right hand? How many more things will we be able to knock off of our to-do list for God? And Paul says to press forward. Don't look back. Just change today and the future. God's mercies are new every day. Galatians 5.17 of the New King James. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. Folks, our flesh does not want to do anything in our to-do list for God. We have to put down the flesh and walk in the Spirit. 
One way we do that is to spend more time with God and less time with the world. If all you do is go to church and say a prayer once in a while, you're going to want to walk in the flesh, and you'll get very little, if anything, done on your godly to-do list. Don't let your past determine your future. Make a quality decision to change and spend more time with God. Romans 13, 14 in the Amplified. But clothe yourself with the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for nor even think about gratifying the flesh in regard to its improper desires. My friends, we need to clothe ourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for gratifying the flesh. Put Jesus first and work on knocking off one item at a time from our lists. When we get rolling with God, we are like a snowball rolling down the hill, getting bigger and stronger and more powerful for God, a brighter light in this dark world. 1 Thessalonians 4 verses 3 through 5 from the Amplified Bible. For this is the will of God that you be sanctified, separated, and set apart from sin, that you abstain and back away from sexual immorality, that each of you know how to control his own body in holiness and honor, being available for God's purpose and separated from things profane, not to be used in lustful passion like the Gentiles who do not know God and are ignorant of his will. Folks, I'm sure all of us have things on our to-do list for God that involve just us. Maybe it is to stop gossiping, or less time on the internet or TV, or a fleshly sin, etc. Folks, it is the will of God that we be sanctified, separated, and set apart from sin to control our own body in holiness and honor. Why? One purpose is to be available for God's purposes. That is our to-do list for God putting it before our hobbies and TV and social media, etc., seeking first the kingdom of God. Now, Philippians 4.13 in the Amplified, I can do all things which he has called me to do through him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace. My friends, don't let the devil tell you that you can't do things on your list. Quit listening to him and those voices of defeat. God is telling us in this verse that we can do all things which he has called us to do through him who strengthens and empowers us to fulfill his purpose. Folks, we can do all things that God has called us to do. Not some things, all things. Through Christ who strengthens and empowers us, to fulfill his purpose, not our purposes. Let's all commit to knock off some things from our to-do list for God very soon, praise God. We can do it. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful. Thank you for helping us. We commit to do things on our list that you've called us to do, Father, and just to get them done and be obedient to you, Father. In the precious name of Jesus, Amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.